Welcome to Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman, two badass business rebels serving up one steaming pile of bullshit a week so you don't fall face first into it. It is the end of a season. The end of an era. (laughs) The first era of Pass the Bullshit and 23 episodes. Honestly, whenever we started this, I was like, there's no way we're going to keep this up. And now I can't imagine life without my podcast recording. Did you really think we weren't going to keep it up? Well, let's be honest. I have severe ADHD. So the reason why this podcast is so successful is because Amy is like Crystal at two o'clock on Tuesdays we record. (laughs) I know. I'm just like sitting here going, does she not know me? And then I was like, oh yeah, she didn't really know me. I know we didn't like I am I am committed like we put this on a calendar there's a calendar invite for the podcast the only reason why I show up you can't live in Amy's (laughs) world without being on a calendar this is why this works for us (laughs) big time and then our team delivered us some amazingness this week our team has been listening to our podcast so bless them and they have found all of our tweetable awesome truth bombs and we've been rereading them and i'm laughing my hiney off because there's some good ones it is so funny yeah so as we get ready to wind up this season I thought it'd be fun for us to be able to have all of this and then for us to be able to look back on this and use it for our social media and everything and also looking forward to the new year so I just think it's so these are so funny what were some of your favorites on this list (laughs) oh my gosh there's some really good ones but I like unfollow unfriend bless and release that was from Energy Vampires. That was a good one. And then I know that you and I both really like, I can't find it right now, but the one about the bathroom, I'll let you say it because you're probably yes. looking at it. <laughs> Self-care doesn't mean you give yourself an hour of white space to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that was in episode one. That's when we knew that we one. had a hit. Yeah, yeah it's like true. We should have known this was going to go viral when we said that little gem right there and I'm pretty sure that was yours <laughs> yeah I, our team didn't tell us who said what we just have a list of from every episode really great little truth bombs that we dropped and you know I think one of them I really like too was don't build your plane while you're in the air that was episode two so yeah I mean, there's been some really good stuff. This has been an amazing season, 23 episodes this season, and we're going to take a two-week break, and then we'll be back in January to kick off season two. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have some surprise guests in season two, only yes. if you're in the Noble Club, though. For the Noble Club. I don't know if anybody's seen the news, but if you're online and in the coaching industry, it's been an interesting couple weeks out there on the internet streets. Yes, it has been (laughs) an interesting few weeks. I mean, the internet streets are interesting and it it really probably depends who you follow. The post that I made today, I had some people go, what in the heck are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, I've seen some people be like, I don't understand. But if you've been in the online coaching consulting world for more than a minute, I think a lot of us do know what's going on and actually who's saying it. I can pick up on stuff pretty quickly whenever it's posted anonymously like won't reveal who said this 
I know you said it. (laughs) Right. Well, I think one of the interesting things is really, it's kind of like this division, like you're either on one side or the other where it's like, don't talk bad about the coaching industry. And then other people are like, the coaching industry sucks. (laughs) I, I do think there's a middle ground and I do think the coaching industry doesn't suck, but some of the people in it definitely do. And I'm just going to say that I think it's wrong not to call it out because it is wrong to let people go down the road of potentially being, you know, harmed, traumatized, having, you know, their money taken and not say something about it. Like if you see something, say something. And (laughs) right. I feel like that's kind of like old school advice too. You know, if you're out on the regular streets and you see something, you should say something. (laughs) Right. And I just feel like that's a, isn't that like a rule? Yeah. A a social norm, a socially accepted rule. I'll be honest. I went to traffic school this week and I believe that's called a social something where we're supposed to all adhere to it. So yeah. So yeah, I definitely think that it should be called out. I I think the coaches that say, you know, don't call it out or don't talk about it. I think I kind of understand where they're coming from in the sense of what you focus on, you know, expands and that you shouldn't give all this energy to negative. However, I think that there's a learning opportunity here and you, you can't do better unless you know better. And so to save so many people from falling victim to this stuff, I think we have to do what the mission of this podcast is in all aspects of life. And that is really shine a light on what the BS is and then, you know, talk about the solutions. And I think you and I have been committed since the beginning at not just calling it out and ranting and raving without any of our own ideas of how to make it better and what the future is going to look like. Because I won't deny, I think investing in yourself and investing in, you know, coaching and education and therapy and all of those things um, is important in growing yourself and your business. So I'm not saying that, but I am saying you have to be really careful and you have to ask yourself hard questions. I think that's becoming self-aware. Like, how much money have I paid this person? How much is I, how much has my business really moved forward? Is it time to look somewhere else? Like, have I joined a cult? Right. <laughs> That's have one I question to ask. <laughs> yes. Have, have or, I joined a cult? <laughs> or did I join something that has become a cult? Uh, That's another one. So yeah, I agree with you. I think that there's a lot of coaches out there who are saying, like, don't, don't talk bad about coaching because you're giving coaching a bad name. And like you said, I think it's important to point out where some coaches are going wrong, where some things are going off the rails that are potentially harmful. And that might be signs or red flags for you. And then if you see those red flags then you can gravitate towards people who aren't doing those kinds of things. And because there are legitimate great coaches out there who know how to hold space, who know how to create opportunities for you to grow. And there is a difference between coaching and training. So if you're seeing somebody Mm -hmm. who's teaching a class and has a course and modules, and it's like, here's my strategy. This yes. is more along the lines of training, right? This mm-hmm. is this is training. Coaching, on the other hand, is like I can help you solve these these problems and help you move your business forward or your life forward or your diet forward or whatever it is, right? I can help you lose weight or whatever. But it's by holding your hand as you walk through the process yourself and by holding space for you to walk through the process. And I think this is where the danger lies, is because it's not always 
an exact process. Like with training, it's like, here's my exact strategy. Here's my five mm-hmm. modules for success versus with coaching. It is a little bit more of an open practice of like, okay, well, and there's no regulations to coaching. Like there is to, you know, being a therapist and things like that. It's kind of for free for all. I think there's different levels of skill. I think some people, you know, take life coaching certifications or they take marketing certifications or or whatnot to grow their skill set. And then there's people who just sell air. And I'm just going to say it out loud. They don't know what they're doing, but they really love the internet because it makes them a lot of money. And there is no systems or processes. You are literally paying to be in someone's energy and you don't know what's going to come out of their mouth. And that's not exactly coaching because real coaches ask really good questions and they get you to think through things. And it's less about them as a coach and more about you. Some of, I know some really good coaches who have done a lot of leadership training and they are so good at what they do. And it's not, you don't get on a call and listen to them talk. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I think that we should maybe sort of define the problem that we're seeing out there because we haven't been really specific about it. So I think if we define it, then what Crystal said makes a whole lot of sense and will give us all a sense of like where the problem is. So for a long time, there was this philosophy that you should create things before you sell or sorry, sell things before you create them backwards, you sell them before you create them because it was about sort of social proof, but you would put together or the coaches in the world would tell you to put together your sales page for it. So you Mm -hmm. would know what it was going to be, but you wouldn't have created all the stuff, right? Right. You would just Mm -hmm. have modules and you would say what you were going to be training or coaching on and what was going to be involved and what were the deliverables, you know, we're going to meet once a week or whatever. And you would give all the deliverables, but you wouldn't actually create anything. It was just like a a sales page. So essentially it's, it's sort of air, but it's kind of like pre-selling something It's a little bit like just pre-selling just to make sure. And so for a long time, that was the that was kind of the way to go. And then some people started to sort of slack a little bit on the creation of the sales page or whatever. And they would just kind of say, well, I'm going to sell this thing. And Mm -hmm. it started to get known as like, oh, I'm just selling air. Mm -hmm. So then the next iteration of that is what is the biggest problem that we're seeing is that suddenly all of these coaches are saying, I got a download today. From source, from From source. source. And I'm sorry, but every time I hear somebody say they got a download, I just imagine them sitting on the toilet. Like, (laughs) and honestly, it is a bunch of shit. Okay. It is a bunch of shit. It's, and look, I, I am open to anybody believing in what they believe in. You can believe in God, you can believe in energy, you can believe in source, source, whatever it is, divine energy, him, I don't care the flying purple people eater. The point here is not what you believe at all, because we support everything. And I'm just going to be honest, I believe in God. I don't believe in organized religion, because that's my truth. And I've been on a long journey to get here and, you know, dabbled in what do I believe? And do I believe in God? And do I believe in Jesus and all of this stuff? And I'm not going to go deeply into it. But I believe in a divine power. So again, we don't, we're not knocking energy, we are not knocking whether you believe in source, but there is a line, there's like, no one's getting this many downloads a day. Right. And so the downloads that are happening are always like this. I was, 
I was in my, I was taking a shower. I was in my car. I was doing whatever. You're always doing something, right? We have to explain what we were doing because Mm -hmm. that's a, that's an important part of this, of this formula. Okay. Yeah. So the formula is I was just minding my business. Yeah. Right. Doing something normal. I was Mm -hmm. existing. I was doing something normal, taking a shower, riding in my car, whatever, sleeping first woke up. And I got Mm -hmm. a download and the download is basically, I was spoken to by whatever I believe in most Mm -hmm. often what we hear is source. I got a download from source Mm -hmm. and source told me to open a new container and it's going to be $10,000 and I've got 20 spaces available. I don't even know what it is. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be yet. It's going to be a secret offer, but it's amazing. My secret offer is $10,000. There's only 20 spots available. The first 20 people get in. And then it's going to be this amazing, mind-blowing thing. But we don't know what it is. I have so many questions. <laughs> like, but how are you going to deliver it? But who? Yeah. Uh, Who's it for? Time? Who's What's it, for? it about? Is it about finding my inner peace? Is it about marketing? Is it about what, generational wealth? Is it about investing? Like, how the hell... Do we know? And I think the argument that I keep seeing as well, that shows how great of an audience you've built that they trust you that much. Okay, I'll give you that. You've built an audience that trusts you if they're going to pay 10 grand for something that you don't know. You've also created a cult around yourself because they don't know what they're doing and they're literally saying whatever you do. They're just literally accepting whatever comes out of your mouth. And acting like it came from some divine power. I am pretty sure that that meets the requirements of cult. Yes. Yes. And how can you say it's going to be mind blowing if you don't even know what it is? And how are you going to know what kind of results it's going to create for people? The only results it's going to create is you having $10,000 in your pocket. And if you had 20 spots open, you just made yourself 200 grand. 200 grand. So when you've collected your 200 grand, then you'll what? Think about what it is you're going to deliver. Don't we all want a source like this? Like This is like the, the source of your income. <laughs> right. That is what source is. It's an income source. It, why doesn't source ever give you a download that is meant to help you serve the people that are already in your containers? Because so many times this is happening inside of a paid container. So you will have paid $5,000 to be in this space this container, which by the way, I hate this Tupperware word, (laughs) it drives me insane, but okay, we'll go with it. it. Yeah. I've paid $5,000 to be inside of your Tupperware. Mm -hmm. And while I'm in your Tupperware, you're like, oh my gosh, I just got something better is coming and you need to pay me 10 grand. It's a download that just, it's mind blowing. We're going to new places in 2023. (laughs) How do you know? Source didn't even tell you what it is. Like, well, yeah, I just, no one gets this many downloads guys. It is complete bullshit. I could get out there and be like, so source told me that I should open up and it's going to be $555. And then when everybody buys it, I can show up and deliver them air. And what are they going to do about it? Cause if you've noticed these people don't have a refund policy. There is no refund policy. And something else that I keep scratching my head about is they 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 circle back and say, well, you read the contract. How do you have a contract for something that you don't even know what it is? Is this just a general, you're screwed if you sign this contract? I mean, I don't understand. How does this all work? Like, what are well, the liabilities and what is the repercussions? Because 
it is on the consumer to, you know, like you do you, honey, if you want to spend 10 grand and not know what it is, then I guess that is on you. But I just feel like it's super predatory. And this, these are the same tactics. I'm sorry that everybody was screaming about years ago with bro marketers with it's traditionally with men in sales. They were saying it's used car salesman. It's pushy. It's salesy. Okay. We've rebranded that and put a feminine spin on it. For sure. Well, and there's another thing too, is that so many of these times there's no contract. What you're, so what you're referring to is your terms of service at the bottom of your website or on your checkout Terms of service is not a contract. The terms of service is the terms of the use of your service, but that's you telling me what you're going to deliver and how it's going to be. That's not me signing, right? So Mm -hmm. yes, I have to click the little button that says I agree to the terms of service, which typically the terms of service say things like you're going to pay me and there's no refund and you agree to pay me no matter what. Mm Mm-hmm that's typically what the terms of service says, but it doesn't say you're going to show up, you know, I'm going to show up for you three times, three times a week or once a week right. or whatever. Or it whatever it is. Yeah. It doesn't say the deliverables. So you, so part of the contract that we normally do is this is everything that we're giving you. This is what's included. These are the expectations. This is what you can expect from me. This is what I can expect from you. These are our like total agreements and among ourselves. And so to say that your terms of service, which basically says I pay you and there, you know, I have to pay you and you're not going to give me a refund that doesn't put any responsibility on the other person. And a contract kind of goes both ways because it can be in breach. So if I don't Mm -hmm. pay you, I'm in breach of contract, but what if you sold me air, you're not in breach of contract. Or if I show up and it didn't blow my mind and I could have found that on YouTube, or mm-hmm. if I show up and you don't show up or. You oh, yeah, say that's that- happened in some of these containers with secret offers where I've bought one where there was no ending. Like it 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 was like, here's a few things and then no one ever showed up again. And it was just yeah. like, OK, how is that OK? I mean, these I have never bought one. I'll be honest. That was hundreds of thousands of dollars or thousands of dollars. We're talking twenty two or thirty three dollars. But I've mm-hmm. learned because we have a, a mutual, Amy and I have a mutual friend on Facebook and she straight up asked, like, has anybody ever bought these secret offers? And yes, I have, because I liked what I was getting with free content and it was a low enough ticket offer that it was like, cool, I'll check it out. Done it once, won't do it again. <laughs> and I definitely right. wouldn't do it for 10 grand. Yeah. And here's the thing. I love a secret offer that's like, that's sort of semi-secret where it's like, I'm going to give you this. And plus I'm going to throw in some surprises and some bonuses. Cool. Mm-hmm. Then I'm excited because I know you're going to deliver this and this is what I'm paying for. I've also bought stuff because of the bonuses. Like some people have been like, okay, this is what my offer is, but then here's my bonus. And that bonus was so good. It was worth the total offer. And I wanted the bonus. Right. Right. So like there's different reasons that everybody buys stuff, but just being like, it's a total secret offer. I don't know what I'm going to do. Or Another one that I, that I've seen recently is, oh, it's a 21 day program, but there were only 11 days inside the thing. And then like everybody disappeared like 11 out of 21, you're missing 10. Yeah. That's like half. I mean, what the hell is going on? And I don't know. It's, 
I, I wrote a post about it today. I mean, again, I kind of go back to you do you, but I think it's really important that if you don't stand for this stuff, like if it is predatory to you, then you should say it out loud. Like you need people to know that you don't operate like this, because to me, this is a huge problem with integrity in the industry. If this was 25 years ago or 30 years ago, when I was a kid, my dad would be like rioting in the streets if he paid that much money and got nothing for it. Or if he went to a used car lot and bought a car and got it home and it didn't do anything like you would do something about it. It wouldn't just be like everybody's sitting around being quiet about it. I really think that this is why so many people are coming out and saying, you know, there's a problem with the industry and there's a problem with using predatory tactics and swindling people. I mean, like it's like Tinder swindler, you know, this is the thing we all watched that. And we said, well, those girls were stupid. Well, how did they get whatever? Listen, I believe that these containers are abusive. I believe that the same tactics that are used by people like the Tinder swindler and narcissistic personalities that gaslight people, I believe that this happens gradually in these containers and these people continue to pay. It is a problem. I mean, whenever someone's just siphoning money from another human being to keep their luxury lifestyle afro afloat, I'm sorry. It's, it's not in integrity. It is out of alignment. It's out of integrity. It is swindling people. It's snake oil salesmen. It's all the things we've heard about when we were children about too good to be true, you know, pay attention to what you're doing. And I think these people get really sucked up into it. And when they start asking questions, it is group think you have group chats of people defending the coach and saying that you're the problem. That's the definition of a cult and gaslighting. Absolutely. And I also think that in some of the cases, like the 21 day thing where it ended in 11, well, yeah. around day 11, the coach had another download. Why? Because they ran out of money from the first one they sold. Then they yep. had another download of another thing you should invest in. And they just kind of forgot that they still had 10 more days left in their original download. Mm -hmm. Like you originally thought you were supposed to open this mind blowing thing and you created it out of your rear end. Mm -hmm. Like I pulled this 21 day thing out of my butt. So I'm delivering this. And that's right. not to say that there's not good things being delivered out there. And it's not to say that maybe this $10,000 offer might be life-changing, or maybe you just want to spend $10,000 so you can get access to this person. Fine. There's all kinds of reasons that you might do something, but the reason that this is important is when, when you spend money, especially when you're putting like money on a credit card or in your bank card, whatever it is, when you spend money, if, if the person doesn't deliver on the other side, you can do something called a chargeback. You can say, Hey, I want, I want my money back. I didn't get what I paid for. Mm -hmm. Well, if they said I have a surprise offer and it's going to be mind blowing and it's $10,000 and you're like, yes, $10,000, here you go. And you throw it at them. And then two months down the road, you're like, you haven't delivered shit. You mm -hmm. barely show up. You didn't do the thing you did. Well, right they didn't promise you anything. Yep. So how are you ever going to go back to your bank and say, Hey, I didn't get what they what they said they were going to deliver. what they say they were going to deliver? A surprise uh, uh, offer that was going to be mind blowing. Right. The bank the, doesn't <laughs> know if your mind is blown. <laughs> right. They can't do anything about this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's huge. I mean, the thing that gets me is what a, what a circle it is because it's like, okay, these people 
specifically this and and to clarify what we're talking about here actually did happen there's some internet proof there's there's screen recordings there are things you can you know you can go discover this it's probably being scrubbed off the internet right now but anyway the point is the people that were given this you know mind-blowing opportunity of paying 10 grand for something had already paid almost five grand so they were already in a container and i'm just going to be honest this all came about because the coach showed up 15 minutes late to their call, disheveled with a towel on a head in a robe. So she needed a story. Yeah. And most likely she forgot that she had a call, mm-hmm. got herself. And instead of just like owning up to the mistake, look, we all make screw mistakes. up. I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all forget some, sometimes we all get our day is confused. Like half the mm-hmm. time I think today is Friday. Like I think t- it's Friday. I posted almost that every today day. was Tuesday. Like it's Wednesday, just to be honest. We're recording on Wednesday. And I was like, happy Tuesday, friends, on a Facebook post. And I was like, no, it's Wednesday. So I had to go edit it. Yes, we all screw up. And that's because normally we do record on Tuesday. On Tuesday. You know, we're recording today. <laughs> right. I know. I had it all messed up. <laughs> See what happens. So everybody makes mistakes and it's cool. Like, it's fine. Show up to your call late and be like, oh my gosh, you guys, I totally, totally got messed confused. Up. Messed up and that's okay. But mm-hmm. don't show up and then go, I was in there getting a download that you should pay me double what you already paid me to be here. Yep. And just to be real, supposedly two of those spots sold. So, I mean, it works. I think it's predatory. I think it's gross. I think it's wrong. And I really question some people who continue to do this because to me, they're not building a business. All they're doing is giving their money away to someone who's taking it. And I don't know how you can continue to invest in things like that and claim that they move your business forward. I just really think it goes back to like that cult thing. When people are in cults, they tell everybody they're not, you know, Mm -hmm. they're fine. Everything's fine. We're, we're all good. And then they're drinking Kool-Aid and they die. So, right. Well, and, (laughs) and I do also want to clarify that there are some legitimate coaches out there who get inspired by, by, by other people by God, by source, by whoever they're inspired. And they'll say that, like, I was inspired to create this and I've created this thing, but then they tell you what it is. They list out how many Mm -hmm. days it's going to be, how much time they've got to show up, what they're going to be offering, what they're going to be teaching, being inspired by something or getting a download from whatever you believe in is not the issue here. The issue is that that just keeps happening over and over and over. And have you noticed they come weekly? Yeah. Or, or, get or like a- every few days. And it's always for something to buy. I have yet to see any of these people be like, I got a download and I'm supposed to share this amazing information to you because it's going to change your life. It's always going to change your life, but you got to pay for it. Right. Exactly. Weird how that download is. It's almost like source is a source of income. Right. Source of income. That's what it is. That is definitely what it is. It's their source of income. Comes about every two weeks, every 15 days, kind of on, you know, Friday when it's about paycheck. Right. It's about time that my bank account's getting a little low. It's time for a download. Listen, some of these people have made millions of dollars like this. And I think it's just going back to like, guys, use some discernment. The other problem is here. Have you noticed that these downloads are intuition? Now, I just want to clarify a download 
where I need to make charge you money every week is not operating from my intuition. Someone's blurred the lines there. That is not what intuition is. So I just want to clarify that because I keep seeing that. Well, my, my download and my intuition is telling me that this needs to be a $550 offer, but it, they have this download and intuition every week. It's bullshit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I will say that I did follow a, I do follow a coach who had a download to offer a free program, a free three-day challenge and delivered a ton of value during their free three-day challenge. And then went on to sell something else. Cool. Fine. Like that's, that's, that's cool. These are the kinds of things it's okay to be in again, when they tell you what it is, how long it's going to be, when they're going to show up, what they're going to like, don't buy things where they don't know, or where the download is just a mind blowing offer. That's going to blow your mind, change your life, get, but I don't know exactly what it is. This is the little key you need to listen to. I don't know what it is, or if it's coming so regularly and it's like in the middle of the net, in the middle of the program you already paid for, suddenly we're having another download for you to pay for more. And then two weeks later, it's, <laughs> there, more. it's another, <laughs> that's what, that's your red flag to pay attention. And mm -hmm. for all of those people out there who are going, okay, but I can, you know, people can invest in what they want to. People are all adults. Well, have you ever seen someone who's in an abusive relationship and why they yes. don't get out? Yes. That, I think that's why I am quote unquote triggered by this. And I'm very passionately speaking against it because if you've ever lived in a psychologically abusive relationship, that's what this is. Yes. Because a lot of times a lot of people who've never been in an abusive relationship or toxic environment, or any of the, if you've never been in it, you sit and you say, how do they stay in that? How could they possibly have stayed there? Always. Well, it's because it's a manipulation, right? There's a manipulation. There's a, there's a sense, especially with like gaslighting and narcissism. Mm -hmm. You're not sure if you're crazy, right? Right. Like, yeah, it takes a while for you to sort out. Am I the crazy one? Or is he the crazy one? Or is she the crazy one? what's happening, right? Well, and, and you, you, your reality starts to become so blurred because their whole point is to disconnect you and make you part of group think. Even if it's a one-to-one -one relationship, you'll notice that people who are psychologically abused are isolated. Usually they are kept from family members. They don't talk to them as much. It's all about that relationship. And in these containers, it becomes all about only communicating with the people inside of there and everybody else is crazy and they they're jealous and they don't want you to succeed. And, you know, this kind of goes back to our episode about coaches giving marriage advice, you know, oh, well, if your spouse is going against me, then you don't need them. I mean, it it's, it's predatory, it's toxic. And I do believe just like you said, Amy, it's not just as simple as being like, okay, I'm just going to leave because you start to think it's real. Like you start to think that this is the only thing that exists and this is how you're going to be successful. And without them, you're not. And that is all toxic. And it becomes so hard to leave because this is why women don't leave domestic violence situations. They think they brought it on themselves or it's going to get better. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of the question that needs to be asked here is, do I want, do I want this? Like, is this really what's going to take me to the next level? Like if I'm going to take my money and invest it, is this taking me to the next level? And I think we can all agree that if it's a secret offer, that's going to be mind blowing. I don't actually know that it's going to take me in the right direction. And maybe it is going to be mind blowing, but it's going to be mind blowing for weight loss or life coaching or relationships. <laughs> it's not going to be 
mind blowing for the thing that I actually need. Right. And so that's another thing about it too, is when you're investing and choosing coaches to work with, pick the, the one who you believe can take you to the place you want to go. Because I believe in coaching. I think the best business people in the world, the, at the highest levels all work. They all coach. Yes. We all work. Biggest CEOs work with leadership coaches. But I think what is interesting here is I feel like the best coaches in the world don't only sell their lifestyle. They sell their expertise. They sell the transformation. They show what they can do. If you will notice that some of the most predatory people, they sell their lifestyle. They sell what they're living, which is what you're furnishing because you're buying from them. Like, what is it? What is the substance behind it? What, what is their real credibility? What have they really done besides fly around in a private jet that you're funding? Exactly. And how does any of that or their private jet help you get to where you want to go? Because you need to know that you need to ask that question. I've been listening to green lights by Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey, ah, which I think so is good. A, it's a fabulous book, but this conversation just reminded me when he first started making some pretty good money on his movies, he rented a house that came with a maid and mm-hmm. one of his friends came over and he was like, look, I have a maid. It's so great. Even like my, my jeans are pressed. Like I can have my jeans ironed and whatever. And she <laughs> said, that's great. If you want your jeans to be pressed. And he right. was like, do I? Yeah. And he goes, no, maybe I don't. <laughs> like, I think that's the question is, do you want this? Right. Is this going to help you? Like having your jeans pressed is not that amazing of an opportunity. It's not even something that you need. Probably not something that you want because you want them to be like not stiff, right? Which is kind of the point is you have to do what's going to make sense for you and know what you want, know where you're going, know your goals, know yourself. And I think that's the problem. Most people don't know thyself. (laughs) They get so caught up in like what success looks like and they think, you know, it's a Gucci bag and a private jet and a photo shoot, you know, in Greece. And maybe that's not your version of success. Like my version of success is owning everything outright, and not ever making a payment. So it just depends on what's important to you. What do you value? Like, are you a simple person and like to put all your money in the bank and have that financial security? Do you like to splurge and do that stuff? You know, whatever it is, but so often, because when I get on calls with clients, one of the first questions I ask, and I know you do too, is what is your version of success? What does success Mm -hmm. look like for you? What does success look like in your business for next year? Like how much growth would make you happy? It's not. And most of the clients I attract aren't like, well, I'm at 50,000 and I want to be at a million at the end of the year. Cause they realize that's not really practical. So it's like, if you're growing and every year you're doing better and every year you're putting more money in the bank and you're paying yourself more, that is success guys. It's not going from 50 K to 1.2 million in a year. That's not the only version of success. Yeah. I want to know from my clients, what's your version of success? What does it look like? And then what's going to make you happy? Like what life would make you happy? What is it that you actually want? Because not everyone wants to be traveling all the time. Some people really love to stay in one place, their homebodies. They Mm -hmm. enjoy being able to be in their space and staying in their town. Like some people like to travel all the time. Mm -hmm. 
everybody's, some people like to travel in an RV. Some people like to go by plane. Some people like to go by boat, right? Like Mm -hmm. what is your, who are you as a person? I think getting Mm -hmm. to know yourself as a person is critical in your business. I think getting to know your business and its brand inside and out is critical to your success. And I think the answers to all of those questions, what does success look like to you? And who are you? Who is your brand? What are you building? I think that should drive every decision that you make in and for your business and in and for your life. It should be the driver behind it all. And if you want to spend $10,000 because you want to be in a Tupperware with this person and the people that they create, maybe that, that investment, the $10,000 investment is worth it for the networking opportunity for the people that you're going to meet. Mm-hmm. All of us have met people in coaching programs that were totally yes. worth it. Crystal and I met each other in a coaching program. Right. And I, it's invaluable. So, but the point here is if you're continuing to pay the same human being for secret offers on repeat, you might want to take one step back and really evaluate what is that doing for your life and your business? And where are all the other relationships in your world? Is your entire world based on this person that I can promise you doesn't know your name and doesn't care if you disappear or not like where are you in this matrix of bullshit because i can promise you that if you're one of those people that just keeps paying you're just a source of their income and that they will do anything to keep you but it's not because they care about you absolutely 100% agree with that and it's one of the reasons why crystal and i have so passionately <laughs> created our own club, the no bull marketing club. And it's because of bullshit like this because we're calling out the bullshit and we want to give you something real, something tangible, something that is helpful in the here and now it's, it is a combination of training and coaching where you're getting tools and resources that you need to create marketing. That's going to drive you forward. And it is an an accessible price for everyone. It is not a secret offer. It is very clear what's in it. (laughs) No, we will tell you what's in it. And it's no bullshit marketing advice. It's practical advice. It's stuff that I feel like no matter where you are in business, it's practical. It's especially practical for those kind of deciding to take their side hustle full time or those who are just starting a business. Because I remember I cashed out an IRA to pay for a coach and it was too soon. I should have tried to get some basic foundational marketing and business advice before, you know, moving to that level. I think you need, because what I ended up spending my whole time with that coach was learning the basics. And if you have the basics, which is what we're going to be teaching in this, this program, then you're ready to move up and you've sorted some stuff out. Most importantly, you've sorted yourself out. Like what's important to you? What's your brand about? Where are you going? What's your vision? That stuff needs to be, you know, figured out before you're ready to up level in the next investment because the really good coaches help you dial that in even more. But if you have no clue, you're going to spend the whole time trying to figure it out instead of, you know, really dialing it in and figuring out the nuances of your business, which is coaching level. So this is like foundational, amazing shit that we're going to be putting out, to be honest. Yeah. And it's like we said, it's a combination of training, coaching, and actually implementation. We do also have once a month an implementation call where you get to get on the call and we actually, you will create, you'll have time to create 
and implement your content so that you're getting some marketing content out into the world, not just thinking about it. So it's not just theoretical. We're not just sitting around <laughs> and thinking about your business. We're gaining, we're gaining clarity through action. Yeah. Um, Crystal and I are in the group. We're also showing up once a week to different opportunities for your growth to help you actually implement. So this is also not like theoretical. It's not like, Oh, let me, it's going to, I'm going to learn for six months and then six months out. No, like you'll get in and you'll start getting your content prompts and you can start posting tomorrow and getting more engagement, right? It's immediate. So it's definitely not a secret offer. It's been out there for a while and it's been expanding and growing. And we've recently, it's gone, it's gone through a little bit of an overhaul so that we could really put into it what we want so that we're not just telling you, Hey, watch out for predatory coaching. We're saying, look, look, coaching is great. It's even better when you have a foundation. It's even Mm -hmm. better when you know yourself and your business so that you can make good decisions. Because then you won't fall for bullshit. This is kind of like your your course on how how to spot the BS because you're going to be so much more confident in yourself and your ability to, to discern what it is. And, you know, we did not get a download about this. We actually have been working with clients and getting feedback. And that's how we've come up with what people really need, depending on where they are. And, you know, Amy and I obviously consult and do done for you services that are much higher ticket. And based on feedback from our listeners, we wanted to try and offer something that really helps our listeners gain what they, the foundational biz and marketing tactics and advice that you guys should all have moving forward. So that's why this came about. Yeah. They get to know yourself. They get to know your business, the know how to make decisions on behalf of your business. And then you will move to be able to make choices to work with higher level coaches that will really help to dial that in for you or work with Crystal and I at a higher level. So let us help you dial that in even further. But this is really for you who are working on your own content, who kind of just getting started in your business or have been doing it for a while, but aren't sure you've got your message dialed in or you're finding Mm -hmm. that strategies that have been working over the past two, three years are sort of not working now. We've really put a lot of time and energy into some new strategies that do work right now with a new top of funnel and a new way to drive your, your potential client through a buyer's journey that is more authentic to who you are, that feels really good to you, that feels really good to them. And that's working right now in the, the way that the world is today. So we're excited to share that with our members. In addition to all the fun extra content that you get and the early access that you get to podcast content. So yay bonus. Right. So come over and hang out with us, please. We would love to have you in the noble formerly Noble Club. Now it's the Noble Marketing Club because we are up-leveling and offering you even more amazingness over there. Yep. Go to pastabs.com for all the details and we would love to see you on the inside. So make sure you get in there and we will see you in season two. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.